Hello and welcome. You're listening to podcast one of a nine-part series about the World Marathon Challenge. Two of the most common questions I'm asked are what is the World Marathon Challenge and what on earth made you decide to want to do it? In this episode, you'll hear more about what the challenge is, what motivated me to make it my goal, and more importantly, the purpose of why. Let's start with the challenge, because it can be a lot to get your head around. The World Marathon Challenge involves completing seven full marathons on seven continents in just seven days. It sounds a bit overwhelming, doesn't it? So let me break it down for you. A full marathon is 42.2 kilometres, or 26.2 miles. So I ran around 300 kilometres in a week, which is about 183 miles. In running, we use a term called backing it up. It basically means after doing a particular activity, you might back it up with another activity the next day. And a lot of athletes would complete multiple marathons, but not normally in a row. After completing one marathon, you normally wouldn't back it up with another marathon the next day. So as you can imagine, attempting to complete seven marathons in seven days is putting a lot of pressure on the human body. Then there is the international travel to consider. Logistically trying to fly thousands and thousands of miles around the world to get to the destinations in time was a bit of a nightmare. Combine all those challenges with sleep deprivation, lack of ability to actively recover, and fuel depletion, and that creates an experience like no other. Lucky for me, it was an organized event, so I didn't need to worry about the logistics. I just had to show up and get it done. All in all, I ran just over 300 kilometers and traveled the world in 168 hours. I became the fifth female to represent Australia in the challenge. I am so humbled that I had that opportunity. By now you might be thinking that if it was so difficult to accomplish, I would have needed a pretty big motivation to get started. And you'd be right. A few years back, I watched a friend of mine from the United States complete the same event. I watched his journey from Australia via social media. I watched him train for over a year and dedicate many, many hours to it. I saw him not only compete, but also overcome the challenges during the races that he was presented with. After I watched him successfully complete the challenge, my first thought was, who would be crazy enough to do that? And look at me now. I basically had to eat my own words because my next thought was, I wonder if I have what it takes to do it. And that was it. A small thought, a seed that was planted in my heart, a curiosity of possibility. While I watched Matthew's journey, I learned his purpose in doing so was to raise funds and awareness for a community organization that he led in Los Angeles, California. I thought that I could use the same experience to make an impact here in my community. I was already connected with a youth charity called Bridge Builders. Over the past 15 years, I had worked with a lot of disadvantaged youth, and I have seen many young people face challenges that they didn't think that they could overcome. I've also seen far too many young people 
give up and sadly take their own life because they didn't have hope for their future. I decided that my purpose would be to create a campaign for suicide prevention and that I would raise funds and awareness for bridge builders in an effort to help young people see their value and have hope for their life. Deciding to do the challenge wasn't just about funds and awareness. It was about becoming a role model, a cheerleader, someone that young people all over the world could look to for inspiration. When people ask me about how I trained for such a task, I realised that there are actually more reasons why I shouldn't have been able to accomplish it than reasons why I should. The odds that were stacked against me didn't matter. It didn't make any difference that I was a certain age or that I faced challenges in my own journey when I was younger. It didn't matter what town I lived in, what job I had, or what I ate for breakfast. Actually, breakfast was pretty important, and I'll share more about nutrition in another episode. But my point is this. All those things for me were just excuses that tried to get in my way. They didn't stop me, and they shouldn't stop you either. The type of car you drive won't make you a better person. The role or position you hold at work won't make you a better leader. And that challenging situation you faced as a kid that traumatised you shouldn't stop you from achieving your dreams. We are shaped by the experiences we have in life, but they don't define us. The choice to do the World Marathon Challenge was a tiny voice inside my mind that said, I wonder if. It didn't take massive life change or one big event. It was just a dream. And that dream was made a reality by saying no to all of the excuses and by saying yes to the opportunity. I'm curious about what small ideas you have at the moment that could change your life. Is there something that you've been wanting to do and you've just been waiting for the right time, the finance, the motivation? A small seed can grow into the world's largest tree if you choose to bury it in nutritious soil and let it start to grow. If you choose to do one thing today, bury a seed, it might just change your life.